Welcome to the Blind Side Podcast with your host, DJ Nico. Joining us, Nick Flores, the host of the Blind Side <laughs> Podcast. Hey, Morning. Nick. Good morning, guys. How are y'all? Hey, we're great. Great to have you with us. Good. I'm glad y'all have coffee in the break room. <laughs> uh, uh, we, it's, uh, it is definitely a... Uh, uh, we podcast, but unfortunately... Technical difficulties. That is the part of show business. It is. It is. It is a coffee-operated and ran morning show. So we are so glad you are here, Nick. Thank you. I've known Nick for quite some time mm-hmm. and got to see him again whenever we went to uh, Dining in the Dark. Yes. yes which that. was out at the Garlic Press yes. and had Melvin Adams was there and it was such a wonderful event. Mm-hmm. Now you actually are the marketing director yes. over at the Recording Library. Yes. But you have a podcast where you discuss quite a few things. Um, but Yeah, we do uh, entertainment just uh, uh, we the last entertainment we did here in the basin was uh, the Monsterx back in February. Um, I know the promoters, and I reached out, and we were able to give away some tickets and stuff, and go behind the scenes. Um, growing up, I, I did that. Parents would always, you know, drive around the back. We couldn't ever get out because I don't want to get run over, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I, this year, I got to, you know, uh, get behind the scenes and uh, you know get up in the trucks, and I got to fire up one of the trucks. It was it was a childhood dream, you know. I mean, growing up watching that, watching them on TV, you know. Um, and getting to meet all the drivers. Cool. Well, Nick, tell them a little bit about your history because you have your whole life mm-hmm. been, you've got severe seeing problems. Yes. So we want to kind of walk through that. Yeah. And a lot of people, and uh, one thing I will say first is a lot of people, when they see me, I don't wear glasses. Um, and so it's kind of, I always tell people wearing glasses, it's, it's good, but it's, I always have to put my eyes you know my glasses down a little bit to kind of see what I'm looking at so for me it's kind of a you know I'm like why waste my money you know I guess in a way but I've adapted over the years um you know I was a preemie two pounds seven ounces um was uh 26 weeks early wow um Mm. you know I was in the NICU for three months my parents adopted me I love my parents um they're some of the greatest people honestly yes they Uh, are god-given people they are phenomenal they've uh walked with me through through life um biggest my mom always says I'm your biggest cheerleader you know and um you know growing up it was uh it wasn't easy you know bu- being bullied as a kid wearing braces uh because I have a mild case of cerebral palsy and um it was always going to Shriners and always going to uh, Houston every six months or going to El Paso every three months to get my checkups on my legs and them having to mold um my braces and you know when I was younger I did daytime braces but that kind of I decided after three weeks of just being ridiculed by kids, what are you wearing on your feet? I told my parents, I said, hey, you know what? I don't want to do daytime braces. It hurts to walk, you know, blisters on your feet and stuff. So they decided to do nighttime braces. So it was like 10 o'clock. Mom would say, okay, 10 o'clock. You know what that means? (laughs) Get ready for bed. But I also knew, I knew get ready for bed, but I also knew get my braces on. And once I had my braces on, I could not get up and walk. So what I actually did, and I learned, I always tell people I have a lot of upper body strength. So I would roll myself off my bed, and I had a bunk bed, so I was on the bottom bunk. Well, that's good. I was on the bottom bunk, so I would roll myself off, and I would use my upper arms to pull myself to the restroom. Um, You know, because I don't want to wake mom and dad up. Kids will find a way. Yes, they will. Yeah, and, you know, that's how I did it, you know, and I would get done, and I would go back to my room and, you know. And, you know, I had surgery. I had to, uh, when I was 12, I had surgery. They had to cut my femur and uh, it was turned in. 
to the right uh, to the left side and they had to cut it and rotate it wow um, I had one plate one rod and eight screws put in but I the challenge of that was having to um, for them to tell you okay you're gonna have to relearn how to walk um, and that was a big challenge mm. um, and how old were you I was 12 12 12 I had it done at Cook's Children's Hospital they are some of the best um, surgeons um, great people there at Cook's and um, you know I had to relearn how to walk and Every time I did therapy, they would say, okay, put a little bit of pressure on your leg, but not too much because you don't want to snap it. Right. So, you know, it was pretty much just putting all your weight on the left leg and putting most of your weight on the walker to get some, you know, I did aquatic therapy, um, autodesic physical therapy. So I've had therapy, you know, throughout my life. um, And I just got wrapped up a couple months ago with therapy again. I never thought I'd have to do physical therapy, but... I had to do it because I was having walk, um, issues walking. I'm on the second story of my apartment, you know, and it's it's hard to um, get up the stairs. Get up the mm-hmm. stairs, but for me mostly, it's getting up the stairs, going up with my leg. But then there's another challenge when I'm coming back down because I have no field of depth, no depth perception. So the stairs to me looks like it's maybe 20 to 30 feet down. Wow. And maybe you know, for a regular person like you guys, it might be you know 15 feet, you know, a drop. But for me, it looks like it's way up there. Okay, explain what the uh, difficulty is with your vision. My vision um, stems from the prematurity um, because I had a massive brain bleed. I had a stage three brain bleed as uh, it would be as much brain as I, uh, blood as I lost in the brain would be uh, an adult having a stroke. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's how much blood it was lost. And so that's what stems from the um, from the eyesight. And the eye condition is optic nerve atrophy. So, um, and you got to experience that, right? I did. You, um, I did. Got, they had glasses mm-hmm. available that we were all Did you all get to able. do the, the green one? It had yes. the little people. That's actually what I see. It's like out of my left eye, it's like seeing out of a people. So mostly see out of the right eye. Okay. So if you ever see me looking left or looking right when I'm talking to you, I'm trying to focus and engage in a conversation. I'm not looking away, you know, trying to be like, what's that? I'm looking so I can focus, you know, and make eye contact. And your story is so inspiring. I know everybody has gone through a bad couple of years Mm -hmm. with COVID and people are faced with various problems, but you're so inspiring because you've gotten out there and gone through the therapy and Mm -hmm. learned how to live Mm -hmm with the different disabilities Mm -hmm. that you have you know i don't look at them as disabilities i look and look at them as an ability you know kind of put it that way you know i like that and you know i mean i love uh y'all know it and i love radio i love podcasting you know i worked here for a little bit Uh and i found something and it was you that inspired me chris honestly you inspired me i remember when i came when i was in high school and you told me you said you have a voice for radio you have a talent and I stuck with that. And I remember, you know, I thought, you know, maybe I can do it in some capacity. And I remember when podcast started taking off and I started recording off the phone, you uh-huh. know. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, hey, you want to work at the recording library? You know, and then I was like, well, you know what? I'm getting these other checks, you know, government checks. Why not invest in a, a roadcaster, one of those podcast machines? And sure. I, I did. And, you know, it looks like the board here. And um, I just said, you know what? I love radio. I want to do something and I want to change the world with my voice and i think you do that every day you're such an inspiration um let's talk a little bit about the recording library and we did have bailey in whenever she was promoting 
the dining after dark. Uh, dining, dining in the dark. Dining in the dark, <laughs> which was fascinating. I actually tried that. They gave you a uh, mask, Blind, blindfold, yes. blindfold to wear and try <laughs> to eat. Excuse me. <laughs> I think I would have so, been would have been a fun waiter for you. I could have been your waiter and just substituted just anything. Just weird. <laughs> well, it was uh, garlic press did a great job yeah, they with do. the they with do. the food, but it really does put into perspective uh, what it would be like mm-hmm. to be not able to see or and have an as, impairment. Yeah, and as people, one of the glasses that were available were for glaucoma. Mm-hmm. So it actually showed you how and macular degeneration, yeah, degeneration. Those two, yeah. yeah. Right. So those are those are things that could happen to anybody, mm-hmm. and it is it it was it was so quote eye opening to see how people have to exist and how important something like the recording library. Well, see, and is. a lot of people, what people don't realize is that you don't have to be born with an eye condition. You can go a couple years, let's say, you know, I'd be in my 40s or whatever, and then all of a sudden your eye starts deteriorating. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what's going on? You go to the eye doctor and like, hey, you have macular degeneration and your whole world changes. But, you know, you don't have to. There are different things out there. There's technology now that where you can, um, like OrCam, the OrCam, you can point at it at something at the sign, the KCRS sign, and it'll say KCRS, Newstock 550, mm-hmm. you know, or you, oh, can, wow. you can have it read you a book, you know. Um, so, you know, there are different things out there in the recording library. What we do is that we give people the ability to whether they want to go back to school or they want to, you know, they're working. We had one of our clients, she just passed away and she was a very sweet lady. She was on dialysis and um, if you look up the recording library on YouTube, you can actually see a little bit of her story. She worked in the union for years, and she was diagnosed at around her 50s. Um, she was going to go blind. The doctor said, hey, I'm sorry, but you're going to lose your eyesight. And she did. And she um, she talked about it, and she said, you know, I love reading. And she wanted to read the um, Obama's, their, um, one of their stories, and um, they got it. Uh, we got it for her in Braille. You know, mm-hmm. so or audio, you know, people don't realize, you know, you can still read. You can do audio. I love audiobooks. Mm-hmm. You know, if I want something read, I can do audible or I can. Uh, yeah, there's able. options. You know, there's options. You're not you're not left, you know. And, you know, a lot of people don't realize, you know, when I go eat somewhere, you know, and you go to like Raisin Cane's or somewhere, Whataburger, you know, you've got the menu way up top, you know. And, you know, you'd be surprised if you ask somebody say, hey, excuse me, I have trouble seeing or I can't really see. Um, I want something to eat. You know, you'll be surprised. People will go and say, sure, what would you like? You know, they'll read you the menu, mm-hmm. you know, and or, you know, you can ask the cashier and, and they'll be like, well, this is what we have. Or, you know, um, sure. you know, like I always I love going to restaurants, but some of the lighting for me personally, the lighting is real. If it's too dim, yes, it's sir. real hard to to see the menu, especially when it's small. It's my eyes are always trying to read it. And I'm like, I'm. I spend more time reading than I do like, okay, this is what I want, you know. <laughs> right. So I have to waiter or waitress come back like three or four times like, oh, I'm not ready yet. <laughs> and it's not because I'm not, I don't know what I no, want. No, it's no, just right. trying to read right. the, the menu. Sure. Well, we're just about out of time. So there's a couple of, couple of things I want you to do for us. First off, get them the information on your podcast. Okay. How can they listen? And if they want to sponsor it. Okay. If you guys want to sponsor it, um, you can reach out to me. Um, Nick at the recording library uh, dot org is my email 
or you can call the office, um, or you can call the station here, and uh, I will give uh, Chris and uh, the guys here the information, and uh, you guys are more than welcome to sponsor. And um, if you want to know more about the Recording Library, go to recordinglibrary.org, or go to our Facebook page, Recording Library of West Texas. Nick, thank you so much for what you do. Thank you. You know our yeah. prayers are with you all the time. You're just a blessing. I want to ask sir. you something. Can I do the morning drive um, takeout? The morning drive takeout? Yeah. Of course. Of course. There you go. Well, sir, again, you have a wonderful day. Thank Nick you, guys. Flores. We appreciate you. All right. We got to take that quick break. It's time for us to go into your Sean Hannity Morning Minute, your Fox News, and your TSN Sports, and then back here with your morning drive.